Wow, what more is there for me to say that the President of the United States didn't just go over and cover in his acceptance speech? Unbelievable. I mean, think about it. Compare the uh, President's speech tonight to Joe Biden's speech last week, which went on for all of 24 minutes. The President himself went on for 70 today more than half of what joe biden did that's how long the president and really any coherent person who can read a teleprompter went for unbelievable and by the way the president seemed to me as though he ad-libbed uh quite a bit of his speech you know as he usually does but it was just incredible you know this the convention everything i asked for last week you know i want you to paint the great image of america and show the american voters how great of a country this really well and truly is and now the choice is clear for everyone to see if you're a person who hates this country hates all of our values hates all of our ideas hates everything that makes us great and by the way the theme of the night was uh america uh, the land of greatness which was you know all, all the themes this week have been uh fantastic i mean what did you have you had the land of heroes uh opportunity and promise just you know it was all organized done by the rnc and everyone who played a part in it just unbelievable job if you hate the country you're probably going to vote for joe biden if you love the country and everything that makes america great you have no other choice at this point than to vote for donald trump i've never heard donald trump's policies criticized i hear all the time well i wish he would be more presidential and i wish he wouldn't tweet as much well really we finally have a Republican who is not afraid to stand up to the liberal mainstream pathological pathetic prolific liars we have in our media finally someone calls them out for their BS their garbage their trash and he has been relentless since January 2017 when he branded CNN fake news he has yet to let up on the media and he should keep going they can't stand it and they always they're right in the corner of the democrat party and that is so clear and obvious to see donald trump and there was um a quote by ivanka trump saying that washington hasn't changed donald trump donald trump has changed washington you see the true colors of the democrat party how they're radical socialists leftists and really have this disdain and this just pure hatred for america and how the mainstream media are right behind them just look at the way that they covered the two conventions look at the way they they loved every democrat speaker there was yet as far as the republican speakers go they hated every single one of them you know um uh, yesterday i forget i know the guy's first name is uh madison i should get it up at some point uh i think it was like starts with a c or something he's a congressional candidate but you know he's uh paralyzed he's in a wheelchair and you know even he stood up it was just one of the most fantastic things to see and something that i wanted to put in there um as well but you didn't see any of that from the dnc from the convention last week you know it was all just just garbage and lies and this this pure hatred and think about it who really are they talking to well they're talking to their core 
base supporters, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, the riots on the streets. Do you think, have you ever seen a single Make America Great Again hat or a MAGA shirt or anything that indicates that Antifa and Black Lives Matter are conservatives or Republicans in any way? Every single last one of the people that are in Black Lives Matter, the ones that are in Antifa, those are all Joe Biden supporters. Those are all liberal Democrats. Those that is what happens when you get someone like Bernie Sanders. You know, he was real close again to being on the top of the ticket. To me, I think a lot of the Antifa and Black Lives Matter, you know, hatred that they have in these riots that we're seeing now, I think a lot of it stems from the fact that the Democrat Party refuses to give Bernie Sanders the nomination. They refuse to do it. This is too election years in a row where Bernie Sanders has been the one that they want, that the Democrats want. You had to have uh, Darth Vader Clyburn step in to ensure that Bernie Sanders wasn't the nominee this time around. But, I mean, make no mistake about it, every single Democrat has the same ideas and shares the viewpoints that Bernie Sanders does and would love to take this country in that direction. They just know that America will never be a socialist country they know that that what that is what makes us so you know great great as a nation and incredible you know the 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 power that we have and you know what we've done to do it and how free just everyone is in this country that will all go away if we implemented socialist policies like Joe Biden and the Democrat Party are advocating for. It all goes away. The freedom you have, you know, the way you want to live your life, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, every single thing that's guaranteed to us as Americans, that is on the line November 3rd. Everything we hold near and dear is on the line November 3rd. If you listen to the president tonight, to me, there's no other choice. You know, if you vote and, and, uh, for someone who, you know, if, if you, uh, you put someone on there, write someone in, you know, that, that's almost a vote for Joe Biden. We can't have that. Every single person who loves this country, loves this nation for what it is, has to rally and get behind Donald Trump. And the speakers today were fantastic at uh, doing that. Who do we have? We had uh, former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani, Jeff Van Drew, who was the uh, Democrat congressman who went to the Republican Party after the you know whole fake garbage uh, impeachment um, thing that we were put through. By the way, you know at the when coronavirus was starting, what were the Democrats doing? Oh, they were impeaching Donald Trump. Yeah, the uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell was there. Big Mitch McConnell. I, I, I like Mitch McConnell. Tom Cotton, who's always fantastic, Senator uh, from uh, Arkansas. And uh, Minority Leader uh, Kevin McCarthy from California had the HUD Secretary Ben Carson. And, of course, you had Ivanka Trump, uh, who was there to um, uh, introduce the president. So, and uh, I want to get to the president's speech. I'll get to it in a second. I'll get to, you know, everything that I loved um, 
from it and how I love that, you know, tout the accomplishments. I keep saying to Republicans, the ball is sitting on the goal line. All you have to do is tap it in and you win the game, you win the election. This is such a great opportunity for Republicans to regain the House, for Republicans to hold the Senate, for them to hold the presidency. There may never be a better opportunity than we have right now. And by the way, one thing that I continuously say scares me about this election is the short memory that people, you know, involving in, that are involved with politics have, that we should never ever forget how far left, how radical this Democratic Party really well and truly went during this election cycle. For me, there's no way back. How could anyone trust this party that wants to defund the police, that wants to abolish ICE, that is calling for energy in this country, oil, gas, fracking to be destroyed, $93 trillion, bankrupt this country, Green New Deal, AOC, total insane radical madness. And as well as that, you know, you got Joe Biden saying that police have become the enemy. It's incredible to me. And you want to have Bernie Sanders in charge of uh, economic policy? Really? That is a guaranteed Green New Deal in this country. And on top of that, you have Beto O'Rourke. Well, he'll be in, uh, involved as far as guns go. And what does Beto O'Rourke think about the Second Amendment? Oh, hell yes. Quote, hell yes. Beto O'Rourke says, I'm going to take away your guns. That's nice. He doesn't believe in the Constitution whatsoever. He doesn't believe in the rights that are guaranteed to us as Americans. And that's the theme that continues all throughout the Democratic Party. They want to transform this country into this socialism, insane, never going to work country that's going to give them their power back and make sure that every single person in this country becomes reliant on government. You know, it's something that Ronald Reagan always preached about that less, you know, government um, at its best form is, you know, a necessary evil. But government is not there to live your life for you. Why would anyone ever want to be dependent on government to get them through a day, a month, a year? Why would we ever trust these people that we supposedly elect to help us and, you know, give us security and safety, but yet look at what's happening in Democrat-controlled major American cities. There's no safety there. There's, there, they can't guarantee that. They're literally, New York City, they're letting criminals out because they don't have cash bail. Are you kidding me? What kind of stupid, idiotic policy ever, why would you ever implement that? Now, for me, it doesn't surprise me whatsoever because I know the Democrat Party. I've studied the Democrat Party for a long time. 13 Rules of Being a Radical, Saul Alinsky, and Robert Byrd, who was a recruiter for the Democrat Party, and Senator uh, 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 Strom Thurmond, you know, was a segregationist. I always reiterate that the Democrat Party will always be tied to racism. 
They will always be tied to slavery. They will always be tied to the KKK. There's no getting out of that if you are part of the Democrat Party. So how anyone in this country who cares about equality doesn't want racism to exist, how can they possibly be a Democrat knowing the history of the Democrat Party? You know, I mentioned Saul Alinsky in 13 Rules of Being a Radical. Margaret Sanger, devout Democrat, you know, who believed in eugenics and selective breeding, the founder of Planned Parenthood. How can anyone who believes in human life possibly want to be associated with the Democrat Party? You really well and truly can't be at this point in time. If you hate the country, the choice to me is very, very clear. If you hate this country, you go ahead. You go side with Joe Biden. You be a Democrat. You don't like tweets from the president because he's a Republican who fights back against the mainstream media establishment. Go ahead, vote for Joe Biden and see what happens in this country. As far as I'm concerned, I saw a speech just now that was full of enthusiasm, full of accomplishments, full of promises made, promises kept by Donald J. Trump. He really has become like this savior in this country now. Because could you imagine a Hillary Clinton presidency? I have said before that it is no nothing short of a miracle that Donald J. Trump was elected. But in many ways, the American people saw through everything that was happening as far as corruption, as far as Hillary's 30,000 deleted emails and Benghazi and Obama failing this country for eight years. And oh, by the way, who was Obama's right-hand man for those eight years? Oh, that's right. It was Joe Biden. Why would we ever go back to a time and place where, and you want to talk about the divide in this country now, how can you blame a divide that has been caused by politics and is very much a political divide? How can you possibly blame a man who's been in office for you know three years? How can you blame him for that? When you have Joe Biden, who's been there for 50 years, Pelosi, who's been in Congress since the 80s, Schumer, you know, I don't even have the stats on Schumer. He's collected so much dust at this point in time in the Senate, doing nothing whatsoever except being a very weird, odd, strange, old son of a gun. But these people have failed the country. In many ways, politicians always fail the country. Donald Trump has always ran on the fact that he's not a politician. He's a businessman. He comes from the private sector. And what did uh, Donald Trump do? Like Ivanka Trump said, Washington hasn't changed Donald Trump. Donald Trump went to Washington and changed that. Republicans have got to get on board with the Trump agenda. It's all been promises made, promises kept. And Donald Trump touted every single one of those accomplishments tonight. As if he does, if he continues to do so, then he, as far as I'm concerned, I get more confident every single day. He walks into re-election. At the end of the day, America is not a socialist country. The Democrat Party doesn't understand that. The Republican Party, under the leadership of Donald Trump, knows they know 
that America is about capitalism and free thinking and the free market economy and allowing people to be great in their own right. The Democrat Party, they need government to be involved in your life. I always make the argument. Democrats want to make sure that they're, they can point the finger at you and say, hey, I have power over you because I was elected and you weren't. Now, something that really struck me today, and it was tough to watch. And by the way, if you haven't, I would very much encourage you to do so. It's kind of tough to watch, though, is uh, the uh, widow of David Dorn, who was a uh, St. Louis, uh, Missouri police officer who was shot during the riots because he was going to check on this uh, 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 friend's shop that he used to watch. Uh, you know, if there was any trouble or anything, he would go in and uh, see what's going on. But his widow, Ann Dorn, her remark, you know, she says basically, you know, this this is not a video game. David, her late husband, isn't coming back. And to me, it, it it's just so emotional and heartfelt. And you can feel Ann's pain as she's given this. You know, I couldn't imagine having, a, you know, a, a spouse for all those years and then... Because, you know, he's doing good and he's choosing right that he shot and killed. And it was live streamed on a, on a feed or something, a Facebook stream or whatever. It's just so incredibly touching and sad. And it really, really, you know, truly hurts your heart to watch it. But another powerful message. I mean, that's Joe Biden's America. Joe Biden, you know, we didn't hear a single thing at the Democrat convention about the rioting, the anarchy, the violence, the chaos, the destruction on our streets. We didn't hear a single thing about it. So as far as Joe Biden goes and Kamala Harris as well, and by the way, Kamala Harris was on with um, Stephen Colbert like a month or so ago. Remember what she said? She said these riots are going to continue. You know, they're they're not going to stop so she's all in for it biden's all in for it the whole democrat party isn't doing anything to stop it at all whatsoever so again you the the only choice for security and safety in this country is re-electing donald trump and that's something that um and dorn really you know went over and over and reiterated and it's just a compelling speech now, also, now this, I don't know why everyone's getting so surprised about Nancy Pelosi today. I really, truly don't, didn't surprise me at all. I said that this was going to happen months and months ago. Quote, I, I wouldn't legitimize a, con and she goes, don't, don't tell anyone this. I wouldn't legitimize a conversation with him, nor a debate. I think that he'll probably act in a way that is beneath the dignity of the presidency he does that every day i think he will also belittle what the debates are supposed to be about they're not to be about skullduggery which by the way does she even know what skullduggery means on the part of somebody who has no respect for the office he holds much less the democratic process now nancy pelosi is joining the new york times joining joe lockhart the former clinton advisor and saying that biden absolutely should not debate 
Donald Trump. Oh, and by the way, skullduggery, just look it up online, underhanded or unscrupulous behavior, trickery. Now, wait a minute. If there's any single party who has been all about trickery and underhanded behavior, it's the Democrat Party. The skullduggery is right there as far as Nancy Pelosi goes by telling her candidate, hey, Joe, I have no faith in you whatsoever. Joe, you're going to look like an idiot on stage, trying, attempting to debate Donald Trump because you have no substance. You have no answers. You are just going to look like a complete bumbling fool on stage debating Donald Trump. So don't do it. Think about this. Take a step back and really truly think about it. She's saying to Joe Biden, the Democrat nominee, officially now, for President of the United States, don't legitimize a conversation with your opponent. So does that mean if Joe Biden were to be elected president, that Pelosi would be saying, don't talk to other foreign leaders who you disagree with. Don't do it. Don't legitimize a conversation with that person. On top of that, she's saying to Biden, don't legitimize a conversation with Trump. So she doesn't? How can, they, how can we have unity if literally the highest ranking Democrat right now, as far as Nancy Pelosi goes, is saying, I don't even want to talk to Donald Trump. Do you see the hypocrisy there? How can we be unified as a country if we don't have conversations with people we disagree with? That's what Nancy Pelosi is advocating here. That is her explanation for saying, Joe, don't get up there and look like an idiot. And why does no one call her out or question her on it? You know, Republicans in this country and conservatives, I always say it's tough being a conservative in this country. It's because you not only have to fight against the Democrat Party, but you have their allies in the media as well. And it, it's so frustrating to see. We need more conservative media and Republicans who get themselves in those rooms that can question Nancy Pelosi and say, hey, Madam Speaker, you're a total liar. You're a fraud right now. The only reason you're telling Biden not to debate Trump is because you know what will happen. Because as soon as he gets on stage and debates Donald Trump, and by the way, there's no excuse now because his speech was supposedly so good, so grand, so great that he spoke for 24 minutes reading a teleprompter what possibly is the excuse to not get on stage and debate the man that you're challenging for his office as president of the United States? You want to be the most powerful person in the entire world. Defend your platform against this man that you say is so bad and dividing this country. Joe Biden can't do that. Joe Biden cannot string five sentences together let alone get on stage and have to think of off-the-cuff answers in his head. He hasn't had answers for 50 years being in politics. What makes you think now he's got the answers? Now he'll bring change. Now he'll bring the country together. Here's a hint. He won't. He's a fraudulent, fake piece of old garbage that is going to bring no change in Washington, no change on our streets, 
no change in this country whatsoever. By the way, do we really need changing in this country? How many years went by where we heard the same argument over and over again? We don't need another politician and their politicians are all full of garbage. Okay, well now we don't have a politician. We have a New York Manhattan businessman in there who has made billions and billions of dollars, whichever way he's done it. You know, I, you can question all his tax return and, you know, he's done some shady dealings in his life. Guess what? He is an American entrepreneur. The, the American greatness and spirit lives in Donald Trump. He made billions for himself and he's saving this country billions. And, uh, you know, for <laughs> Pelosi to get out there and say, yeah, no, you, you, you can't debate Trump. What a fraud. What a phony piece of trash. Anyway, let me get to the president's speech tonight and everything that I, uh, everything that I loved, um, from it he said as we begin and you know this is the biggest thing going right now our thoughts are with the wonderful people who have just come from uh through the wrath of hurricane laura we are working closely with state and local officials texas louisiana arkansas mississippi sparing no effort to uh save lives while the hurricane was fierce one of the strongest to make landfall in 150 years the casualties and damage were far less than thought possible only 24 hours ago. This is due to the great work of FEMA, law enforcement, and the individual states. I'll be going this weekend. You don't see Biden going anywhere, by the way. We are one national family. and We'll always protect, love, and care for each other. Now, that is a good thing for this country. Don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican. American lives were saved because of our law enforcement, because of FEMA, and because of the leadership of Donald Trump. Doesn't matter what political party you're in, that is a good thing for the country. Here's some of the things I like. You know, he said, I know my brother Robert is looking down on us right now um, from heaven. My fellow Americans with a heart full of gratitude and boundless optimism, I profoundly accept this nomination for president of the United States. The Republican Party, the party of Abraham Lincoln, goes forward, united, determined, and ready to welcome millions of Democrats, quote, Trumpocrats, Rob Lagojevich, independents, and anyone who believes in American greatness and the righteous heart of the American people. Um, and I wanted to get to, I, like, I didn't want to read all of it to you because you should watch it for yourself. It's a fantastic speech. Listen to this now. What united generations passed was an unshakable confidence in America's destiny and an unbreakable faith in the American people. They knew that our country is blessed by God and has a special purpose in this world. It is that conviction that inspired the formation of our union, our westward expansion, the abolition of slavery, the passage of civil rights, uh, the uh, uh, the space program and the overthrow of fascism, tyranny, and communism. This towering American spirit has prevailed over every challenge and lifted us to the summit of human endeavor. Now, you didn't hear any good things like that at the Democrats convention. Nothing even close to that. Could you even hear Joe Biden saying things like that? He's talking about, well, they're, I'm going to bring light to the 
to the dark. It's like, okay, Joe, wow, lunatic. This election will decide whether we save the American dream or whether we allow a socialist agenda to demolish our cherished destiny. Now, I wanted to move forward and get to the president's um, uh, accomplishments. Here, it's right here. He says, um, I did what our political establishment never expected and could never forgive, breaking the cardinal rule of Washington politics. From the moment I left my former life behind, and a good life it was, I have done nothing but fight for you. I kept my promises. Then he got into NAFTA and how we ended NAFTA. And what did we sign? The USMCA. Um, with now auto companies and others are building their plants and factories in America. He says we have built three. Listen to this. Because, you know, the whole thing. Well, where's Trump's wall? What was not Mexico going to pay for? We have built 300 miles of border wall. And we are adding 10 new miles every single week. Unbelievable. Believable. I took on Big Pharma and signed orders that will massively lower the cost of your prescription drugs, give critically ill patients access to life-saving cures, pass the decades-long-awaited right-to-try legislation, also passing VA accountability and VA choice. Every single thing there regardless of your political party, is good for this country. Uh, he says, by the end of my first term, we'll approve more than 300 federal judges, including two great new Supreme Court justices to bring prosperity to our, our forgotten inner cities. We worked hard to pass historic criminal justice reform, prison reform, opportunity zones, the long-term funding of historically black colleges and universities, and before the China virus came and produced the best unemployment numbers for African Americans, Hispanic Americans, and Asian Americans. I always add in there um, disabled Americans um, as well. Now listen to this, what else he said in here. We will have a safe and effective vaccine this year, and together we will crush the virus. That's a pretty big uh, um, uh, thing to, to say as far as the president goes, that we'll have a safe and effective vaccine for, you know, the coronavirus that only strikes when you're standing up at a restaurant or a bar. But once you sit down, no, you can take your mask off. He said, at the Democrat convention, you barely heard a word about their agenda. Why is that? Because they don't have one. My administration uh, will always stand with the men and women of law enforcement. Every day, police officers risk their lives to keep us safe. And every year, many sacrifice their lives in the line of duty. There is danger. There is violence in the streets of many Democrat-run cities throughout America. This problem could easily be fixed if they wanted to. We must always have law and order. All federal crimes are being investigated prosecuted and punished to the fullest extent of the law. This was something, by the way, the president never gets credit for this. When the anarchists started ripping down statues and monuments, I signed an order, 10 years in prison, and it all stopped. And by the way, that is just incredibly true. You haven't seen that anymore. And you know, uh, this November, we must turn the page forever. 
on this failed political class. The fact is I'm here and they're not, and that's because of you. Together we will write the next chapter of the great American story. And there was a great quote in here from the president that sums up the silent majority. We must reclaim our independence from the left's repressive mandates. Americans are exhausted trying to keep up with the latest lists of approved words and phrases and the ever more restrictive political decrees. Many things have a different name now and the rules are constantly changing. The goal of cancel culture is to make decent Americans live in fear of being fired, expelled, shamed, humiliated, and driven from society as we know it. The far left wants to coerce you into saying what you know to be false and scare you out of saying what you know to be true. Now, is that not a perfect um, symbol, perfect wording for how many different millions of Americans feel? He says, together, we are unstoppable. For America, nothing is impossible. Together we are unbeatable because together we are the proud citizens of the United States of America. And on November 3rd, we will make America safer, stronger, prouder, and greater than ever before. And then he ended by saying he's very, very proud to be nominee of the Republican Party. I love you all. God bless you all. God bless America, you know, as politicians always end their speeches. Now for me, and then, by the way, this whole fireworks show started, and I'm like, oh my God, almighty, I'm like, I, I want to get going with the show here. I'm like, is it ever going to end? And then this guy starts singing opera. But, you know, to, you know, ending, you know, this convention with the president speaking like that and giving his acceptance speech was just a fantastic way to end what is what was a a successful well put together be proud of the country you live in american republican convention and for me the people that i wanted to make sure saw this and i'm sure you can guess them there's 15 of them hint hint the states if you love your country if you're proud to be an american if you don't have this underlying inner hatred and rage for America and you 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 know you're proud of where you live I'm talking to these 15 states in particular Florida Pennsylvania Ohio North Carolina Arizona Wisconsin Minnesota Colorado Iowa New Mexico New Hampshire Georgia Michigan Nevada and Utah it's all on those 15 states and on every single American shoulders if you hate this country Joe Biden's your man if you love America and you're proud of this country then you have to be all in for Donald J Trump